We are spiritual beings living a human experience. That's from Jeremy Dayton, Truth Radio. Truth Radio. And with that Truth Radio, we welcome you back to the We're Not Here podcast. Uh, I am your co-host, James Ortega, back once again with you. You are... I'm Dave Fridlin. I am my brother's brother. <laughs> but now I was uh, my brother's brother last week. Well, okay. Then what are you so, this week? I'm a painter this week. I'm a painter. You yeah, are I'm a still painter. Dave the painter. You are a house renovator. I am, I am a house renovator. How's yes. that going, by the way? We, uh, yeah, I think I was painting last week. Yeah. I literally just finished uh, myself, my two sons, my wife. Everybody's in on this. And we hmm. just finished repainting so you know when you paint once then you got to go back yeah with your both eyes and we got to <laughs> check just it one out eye, just one eye sunlight hits certain spots you're right, like, why right. does this look so light in this right. corner we had to fix it all go back and do that right got it out our house completely it's all in the garage some of it's on the patio because you got to put flooring in next right that's what's tomorrow coming. morning 8 a.m oh, yeah well it's yeah. a lot of work that's a lot of work that is a lot of work well, welcome back to the podcast. We hope everybody is doing well. Um, you know, we we are, are excited to be back in the studio, ready to go for our next installment, the the next installment of Angels, which um, would be our Fallen Angels episode, and we'll get to that in a minute. But um, we hope that you're listening. We hope that you're enjoying uh, the podcast. Uh, again, hit us up. Anytime that you can, any time you want to talk to us, communicate with us. Uh, we are available everywhere: uh, Facebook, in, uh, Instagram, as well as the website uh, notheretoo.com. We are always wanting to talk to people uh, in the community, and you know, we consider family here. So, um, let's see. We, when I say we, my wife and I celebrated our 25th anniversary. Um, yes, last week, um, the 24th and then on the 28th, we had our party, uh, here at the house and Dave, you attended that party. Give me, you know, I did attend that party. Give me in, in, in vaguely remember that party. <laughs> it was, <laughs> it wasn't that kind of party. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, what did you think? Well, how, how did, how did you, did you enjoy the party? And we haven't really talked yeah. about that. Well, since, first of all, you, you know, don't, if anybody is uh, lucky enough to, or blessed enough, I mm. should say, to go to a James and Ivy Ortega party. <laughs> you can expect the finest of foods, okay, and um, finest of music, okay. We even saw Trey. Um, we saw Engineer Trey right. out there with his brothers. That's right, dancing on the dance floor. <laughs> Right. And yeah, they took turned their backyard into in into a party area. It was yeah. pretty fun. So yeah, lots of people, lots of yeah. fun, yeah. lots of awesome food. Cool. And yeah, catered by a beautiful, wonderful restaurant. In town, a wonderful restaurant in town called Wolf Creek. Wolf Creek. That's a plug. Why yeah. not? Plug, plug, plug. Um, good, great food, and the the servers were great. Those yeah. those uh, those three people that were here, I never even got to get their names. I think maybe my wife did, but they did a great job. Yeah, uh, it was hot in there in that in that uh, dining room area where they were serving from. We had the window open and everything, and it was still really warm in there. And I felt bad for them, but they did a really good job. They helped us out a lot. Uh, the DJ was great. 
Um, the bartender guy was very, very nice to everybody, and I think everybody enjoyed themselves. We had, I mean, we had uh, almost 90 people here. Yeah. Um, and our house is not huge, right? And our backyard no, is not it huge, fit but pretty, it pretty well. Yeah, everybody think, was in their space. Yeah, everybody in, you know? it was in, in comfortable at their table, and um, you know, I had we had friends here from our childhood. We had friends here from old youth groups, whether we were in youth group with them or <clears throat> when we youth pastored. Um, we had friends here from basketball and sports that we had been involved with uh, with. Uh, Trey and um, you know all through the years. Yeah, uh, we've had you know we had um, friends here from the neighborhood. Our neighbor friends came out. We've had we had friends you know of course family, uh, work friends. We had all kinds of different groups of people here, which which really made it a fun night. It really made it cool because I got to talk to you know walk around and talk to people here and there, um, and just celebrate you know our relationship that God has cultivated uh and kept going throughout the years and all the people that were here and we spoke about this all the people were that were here has a hand somehow in that relationship um and that's why they were here that's why they were here to, to celebrate with us mm-hmm. that's why you were here dave yeah, um, <clears throat> but it was it was great it was a lot of fun uh we danced a lot and uh we danced into the night and uh and then well clean, and then clean into up. the night well into the night and then cleanup was, you know, busy, hard, but it was fun. Man, it was it was worth it. It was worth every every minute, yeah. every dime that we spent. Uh, we had great desserts. Did you have the desserts? Did you? Um, did you get to? Yeah, I got. Sample? I don't want to tell you how many desserts I had, James. <laughs> All right. You're, are you asking? Are you are you no, asking? No, no, no. I'm just saying. Did like you, you try? want me to enjoy it, or are you inventorying? No, no. just want to know if you tried it at all. Let's not invite Dave next time. He had too many desserts. <laughs> We uh we got S and S donuts. We had S and S here. We had um what's called conchas. Um it's it's Mexican sweet yeah. bread. Um we call it pan dulce. Um yeah. That's a meal in itself. Meal oh, those in itself. Were, one those, of those are yeah. so good, right? Yeah. They're little mini ones that we got from this yeah. place down in Silmar. Glass of milk and one of those you're in. Yeah, right. Um what else did we have? We had uh portos. We had awesome some portos cupcakes, here which were so beautiful the I cupcakes. literally didn't take one. Really? The cupcakes. But I went after those cranberry uh were they cranberry cookies? There's some kind of oh, really unbelievably good Wolf Creek I think it was the cranberry cookies. Cookies. Yeah. yeah. Oh my yeah, Wolf Creek so had a bunch of cookies, and we brought them. Oh, they're out delicious! Here too, so. Yeah, they're like ultimate cookies. So yeah. I, I down a couple, maybe <laughs> thirty-six of those. You know, I didn't have any dessert that night. Nothing. No way. I, I mean, there was stuff left oh, over, but you I, were working the crowd. You I, were right, everywhere. Yeah. Right. I had dinner, and that was it. I didn't. It was didn't more stop of a job at all. Yeah, it was. It was like you were running for office. <sighs> yeah, you know, I probably could have turned around. I you probably, were over socializing with somebody. That's right. I probably could have kind of voted in from this party. Yeah. right. I would have oh, been your school board at least. <laughs> Maybe not mayor. Okay. Well, I mean, hey, that's good enough. School board's good. <laughs> um, but but that, that's that's for those political Christians, right? All for yeah, you no, we're, political we're, Christians. That's not our. That's our not our niche. We are apolitical. Yeah, apolitical get me out of that um but it, i mean it was great man it was great and we we really were grateful to god that we were able to do that and because we prayed about it we thought should we have a party should we do this big thing spend that money and and, and do something like that yeah. or should we just go to hawaii yeah and we were 
close. I mean, you just you to had, going you, to Hawaii. You and spending, could have cruised to oh, yeah. China. You could have yeah, done well, <laughs> yeah, whatever you want. I don't know about China, but yeah, um, we don't, I don't know if we really want to go there. Well, not out of not. Anymore. Remember, we're apolitical, so it's not a political yeah, thing. That's I just, true. I just don't know if I want to go to China. Um, but yeah, we were really happy that we did it. Uh, some friends of Ivy came over. Uh, one flew in from Florida. Uh, she was the furthest one away that came. She flew in from Florida. She's a childhood friend of Ivy's with another one of uh, two other childhood friends of Ivy's that still live in Delano, California, or Bakersfield. And um, the next day, the next morning, we went to brunch with them over at Egg Plantation. Had a nice little brunch. Uh, came home, take them. kicked it with them all day, yeah. and then went to Ventura. Drove out to Ventura for dinner. Uh, showed them around Ventura um, Main Street, got to hang out with them, and so uh, it was. That was great. That was great to spend time with them. It was so so much fun to see them and talk to them again. Uh, it had been a long time, and so that that was also a a really good, I guess, uh, byproduct of what of the party. You know, being able to spend time with them. Um, yeah, man, it was it was amazing. So no regrets and. Did this, know, now under the 26th year. Uh, was this a, a closing also to your wife's um, studies? Very close. She's, she's already turned everything in. Uh, if you don't, my, my wife is uh, Dr. Ivy. getting her doctorate right now. She's turned in everything, so now she has to wait for a response back. If everything clears, then she's, she's good to go. Um, so what, another few weeks? Could be, yeah. Should be another few oh, weeks, and then perfect graduations not until the fall. But, oh, excellent! Yeah. I got a mole. I just want her to look at. I'm just a little concerned <laughs> about it. Not that kind of doctor, but what? <laughs> a little bit different kind of a doctor. Not an MD. I like that. Not I, well. That set funny. you up for that one. Yeah, you did. That was a good one, Dave. <laughs> yeah, I even see Engineer Trey smiling. You see his his, his yeah. shoulders chuckling. If I could see his so, face. His shoulders. See Bouncing the movement around. on the shoulder. That <laughs> <laughs> Dave. That uh, Dave. Um, but yeah, so you know, it's it's we're back at it. We're back to work and back to busyness of of life. Um, had church last night here. You weren't able to make it because of the busyness of of uh, your home. But had three of the couples here. It was really a good time of eating and talking again and just the bible study itself hebrews 5 we were back in hebrews 5 it was great uh, i always love those conversations and those you know just dissecting stuff and pulling stuff yeah. out and asking questions and you know you can see people hungry for the word and um yeah that's you know, fun was, i was, was bummed really to miss that, that. yeah i like digging in the word yeah i just couldn't get I, I just couldn't get off my bed once i lay down yeah you know yeah man stretched out the back yeah, <laughs> I'm like turn to my wife. I know son, the I'm feeling. Moving. I'm not moving. I know the feeling. But um, yeah. So that's it, man. That's what's going on. Um, we are excited about this this episode. Um, I think we're both. Well, this this is a culmination of you and I independently look looking into this stuff right for years and right. years right. And um, you have really taken a deep deep dive into this. Yeah. And. You know, I know of a lot of these concepts, but but you really know it, and this is something that you really enjoyed studying yeah. for a long time. Um, so I'm excited to actually learn, you know, some of the stuff that that you've picked up over the years from different sources. Right. Yeah. I mean, back to Chuck Missler, back probably I want to say 15, 
15 years ago, maybe more. First time I ever heard this concept. Yeah. And, and I brought it up one time. When we first started Ripple Effect, I remember bringing it up uh, to the group that was there. And a couple people were like, that's absolutely false. How, how, how in the world can you think that that would be true? And I said, well, then yeah. why does Genesis 6 say this? You know, what, what does this mean? Yeah. Who, who are these people? And um, it was just something that they just didn't want to deal with. You know? yeah. And it wasn't everybody because after that, we did get into it a little more and we started looking into it. We haven't studied it exclusively or a lot. Uh, that's been my thing. That's been just my personal diving in, like you said, deep dive into uh, the concept. But uh, it's biblical everywhere and never saw it before, never understood. I wish I knew this stuff when I was a kid. You know, when you're a kid and you go to Bible, you know, Sunday school yeah. and you're learning the, the Bible stories. Yeah. Jonah, uh, Noah, uh, all the all the stories, you know, David and Goliath. Yeah. yeah. Wait a minute, David and Goliath, he was a giant. You know, he was this big Philistine, he's right? Big, big the, man. The giant. Right. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, huh. You know, so if I would have known that there were a whole race of giants, and we'll get into it in a few minutes. Well, you don't just have one. My goodness. Yeah. How yeah, can you just have who, one who giant? Who birthed you know? the giant? Right. How did the giant get there? And why did the Israelites, when they were going into the promised land, freak out and because go back and tell Moses that there were giants that made them look like not one guy or, two, or half a dozen guys? Right. They saw an entire village, right? Race or, or of community, people. right? Of these massive, right? Tall uh, as cedars, they, yeah. they said. Tall as cedars. What does that mean? What does that mean? You know, this is the kind of stuff that is so exciting to me because, yeah, one, it's not, it, it doesn't, um, affect the gospel it's fun to talk about these are really right it's it's not a salvation issue right right um but it all there are i you know i believe obviously that there's old testaments fuzzy in a lot of areas Mm -hmm. um but and it's exciting to talk about but the gospel is the gospel right and 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 it's all about jesus right you have these periods of time that are so interesting literature-wise right. and, and, and so much symbolism and so many uh, different opinions on what could have yeah. happened in yeah. these time periods. Right. And so everybody's got an opinion, and it's certainly fun to talk about. Yeah. We are not standing. I don't believe you're the kind of guy that stands and says, I will die on this hill. Right, sure. But um, we do have our opinions, and, and I think our opinion together are kind of based on logic I and mean, we see what right. we see and we call it as it is right if we're wrong lord you know direct us in the in the right direction but right. it's still not going to change the fact that jesus came saw um conquered and, right. and rose from the dead you know yeah and and i think so so i'll word it this way i would never die on any hill except for jesus's words right his that's it him but I believe 100% that this is all true. That, that's just me. I, I am in all the way. Uh, I, we, 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 ha- we are going to look at the opposite sides of it. And we're going to look at all the, you know, the different theories or whatever uh, or different uh, arguments. But I am, I am in 100%. And I also believe that it speaks to the gospel. These things that happened and all this stuff, it connects to Jesus. It directly connects to Jesus. 
And so we're going to look at that tonight. That's one of the and, first things we're going to look at tonight. And our purpose. Yeah. Yeah. As children of God. As, as we yep. have a purpose. Yep. And there is an enemy. Yep. And he's, he's more than just one type of enemy. Yeah. He's all from the same, the same tribe. Right. But, um, yeah, there's stuff out there we don't know. Yeah. Right. But this speaks to us as, as children of God and Sons what our God. purpose is right. in these, what we believe are the last days here. Right. The, the last days, like in the days of Noah. Exactly. And we are in the middle of them, and there's things going on that we need to understand. Um, awesome. So, well, let's get into it, Dave. You're let's, the guy. You're going to open this up. Yeah. Let's, I'm going to ask some really, probably ridiculous questions. <laughs> hey, nothing. There is no ridiculous question, Dave. Oh, They're thanks, all buddy. good questions. Um, you know what, let's, let's take a break and let's get into this. Let's, let's start talking about it. Um, we've teased it long enough, Dave. Yes. So did we we tease the heck out of it? I think we did. I think we went way too, I think engineer Trey is probably (laughs) like, good Lord, you're doing it again. (laughs) Uh, uh, yeah. So let's take a break and we'll be right back. We'll get into it. Thank you for listening to We're Not Here, the podcast, and for being a part of our family. We appreciate your continued support. We are trying to make sure that our listeners stay connected and support other proclaimers of the gospel as well. With that in mind, please check out the Two Preachers YouTube channel. Hosts Reza and Chris present a very unique glimpse into the world's weather catastrophes via home video feeds all over the world. At the end of each presentation, they change the mood by showing footage of their actual mission, delivering food, clothes, and Bibles to people in various countries. Their channel is 100% funded by viewers. Again, thank you for listening, and let's get back to our episode. All right, welcome back to the program. Um, So we are going to get started here right away, right off the bat, with our Fallen Angels episode. Um, And what I wanted to do before we get into this one, I want to go back a little bit to the angels when we talked about uh, angelic, oh, we called them uh, heavenly angels. That was our, our last episode about this. Heavenly angels. And we a couple of misconceptions, a couple of things that I've, I, I was able to look at. And li- when I listened back to it, I'm like, okay, we didn't really cover that. So I want to kind of just hit on a few things. Uh, the first thing is that uh, angels don't all have wings. Okay, so we know that uh, like in Isaiah 6, uh, the seraphim that were in the throne room had six wings each, and some angels or some uh, angelic beings have wings. Um, the seraphim, I think the the cherubim also had wings, but the the messenger angels, the ones that were on earth, they do not have wings. They, the Bible never talks about them having wings and being able to fly. They would just appear and then they'd be gone, or they were like men, right? They, yeah. they showed up like men. Yeah. Uh, and they would eat with Abraham, or they would show up like men in uh, Sodom and Gomorrah with Lot. Yeah. Right? So not all angels have wings. So they're not shape-shifting or anything. And they're not flying they, around. They are who they are. Right. They can just walk into this dimension right. and and um, manifest as a, uh, seemingly as a human. Like a human being. Right. And we talked about your story as well. Yeah. Now, that was a young lady, but, you know... Maybe it was just a beautiful angel that you saw. And then your perception maybe was beautiful. I don't know. We don't know that for sure, but not not all angels have wings. Um, the other thing that 
we didn't talk about was guardian angels. Now we we talked we told some stories about angels that were guarding over some people and and yeah. protected them for from certain things. A lot of Christians would believe that we all have a guardian angel that keeps us from car accidents or yeah. keeps us from danger. Or In keeps other us words, from when you're born, an angel is assigned sign, right, to you. Right. Now, I don't know scripturally where we could back that up. Right, exactly. And I'm sure you've looked into that and you right. could pull one out right now. No. <laughs> if you... if. If, if I have you one. saw that if it I existed, and right. we can't find any no. scriptural reference to that, so right. that's a big. That's also something we got to watch out for because right. it's a lot of new new age and a lot of true different. Um, uh, you know, pagan religions want right. to believe that want us to believe in that. So yeah, and of course Hollywood does. Oh, Hollywood loves those things. Um, so right, so no guardian angels. However, they do appear at times to warn us, to mm-hmm. help us, to maybe at times protect us from certain things that are happening. And like I said, we, we told stories of that stuff. Uh, they minister or they give us messages. Yeah. Um, they can also be someone that is, we're supposed to just serve and maybe, maybe help out in some way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's just uh, like not a test, but that's something that God is giving us so that we can be blessed by helping someone yeah and that that person could have been an angel um so we do have uh angels that appear most of the time they don't most of the time i i believe angels are in in the in the air right they're here mm-hmm. but they're not visible uh and they minister and they're they're around and when you pray and when you when you uh pray for certain people or whatever those angels i think are put on assignment to go and minister to that mm-hmm. person that you're praying for um, so yes, helper messenger, uh, they do guard over at times, but we don't have this assigned angel yeah. always around us but to keep knew, us from danger. Cause we do know that when we pray, right. Something happens in the spirit sure, realm sure. and God's dispatches. Right. Exactly. Um, the scriptures do talk about that. Yeah. Right. Right. So, uh, those are just some of the things. There's a few things that I wanted to just go over before. We started with, um, uh, you know, talking about fallen angels and what that entails. And where we're going to start, we're not going to start in the Old Testament. We're going to start with Jesus. We're going to start with him and his disciples. And um, we're going to talk about this scripture here, Matthew 16. Um, and I'm going to get to it here. Okay. Matthew 16, 13. And I'm just going to read it here. Um, when Yeshua came into the territory around Caesarea Philippi, he asked the disciples, who are people saying the son of man is? They said, well, some are saying John, the, the baptist, the baptist or the baptizer. Others are saying Elijah and still others are saying Jeremiah, uh, or one of the prophets. And then he says, but you, he said to them, who do you say that I am? Simon, Peter. Answered, you are the, the Messiah, the Son of the living God. Um, Jesus says, Simon, uh, how blessed are you? For no human being has revealed this to you. No, it was my Father in heaven. I also tell you this, that you are Peter, which means rock. And on this rock, I will build my community or my church, and the gates of hell will not overcome it. 
Now, we've got to talk about this, where they were. And it says Caesarea, Caesarea Philippi. This area in Israel is at the foot of Mount, um, oh my gosh, my mind just blank. Like say Hermon. Mount Hermon. But it's <laughs> Hermon. Yeah, I was thinking Mount, I don't know, Sinai. For some, Sinai I was thinking of Hermon Munster. <laughs> That's how you remember it. Right. So they're at the foot of Mount Hermon. Hermon, Hermon. Um, in this region um, is... To the, let's say, let's just go to today. Today, this region is it's a huge mountain. There's snow on the top of it. There's resorts up there. There's beautiful resorts on Mount Hermon. They have it's it's a vacation spot for many people. Hmm. Uh, it's in northern Israel, um, but at the foot of it and and down in you know when you when you're exploring around that mountain and I've seen many people go there. There are temples built there. There are places within the mountain that have been set up as monuments or um uh altars to gods to other gods um and when Wait, jesus you said to god to other gods to other gods the other the gods, other so gods pagan... right pagan gods all through that area wow okay so there are temples and monuments and stuff built to other gods there mm-hmm. everywhere mount hermon um when jesus says you're Peter, which means rock, mm-hmm. but on this rock, and when he says this rock, he means two things. He's pointing at himself, meaning I am the cornerstone that the, the church is going to be built on, mm-hmm. not Peter, right? Mm-hmm. Peter's one of the rocks. He's one of the smaller rocks, but that Jesus himself is the rock that he's going to build the church on, which the gates of hell will not overcome it. Meaning the church should not be this measly, piddly little, just surviving against hell. Mm-hmm. It says the gates of hell will not overcome the church. Meaning the church, us, we're the powerful ones. We're the ones that have all the power and authority through Jesus Christ, through him, because he set it up. He's a cornerstone. And the gates of hell are the ones just trying to get there, just trying to mess it up. So we should not feel as if we are the lower, we're, we're the powerful. We're the ones that have all the power. We have the cornerstone, the chief cornerstone, right? Which is the right interpretation as opposed to those who believe that Peter was, was the rock. And right. Uh, we, you have many religions built around that. Right. Uh, one main religion we can think of, but we won't go there. We won't. We, won't, we, don't, have to, we don't have to mention it. No. Um, but he's also talking about uh, the mountain itself. He's also talking this rock. He's going to build his church, his community on this rock, meaning that he was picking, uh, Chuck Missile used to say it this way, he was picking a fight, a spiritual fight with the enemy and with all of these other entities that were around this area because this area is very spiritual. It's a very spiritual place. There's different places, uh, Delphi, was another spiritual place in the in the in the New Testament um, in Ephesus that were built monuments <clears throat> built to other gods and worshipped other gods there. Mount Hermon, he's saying, "This is where I'm going to build my church on this right so here." So it's safe to say that he spoke in front of Antichrist spirits. Spirits everywhere. said, "Hey, by the way, right. I'm going to build it on this rock, and That's I'm standing right. in your hot zone." Saying that. That's right. Yeah. That's exactly right. He he was not 
he was picking a fight. And then, like, not too long after that, he's crucified. Not too long after that, he's betrayed. Yeah. And he's crucified. I, I believe the enemy heard him and said, okay, now oh, it was a it's on. spiritual frenzy. Right. Yeah. They, they were trying to look at, you know, any, you know, Let's get this guy. Satan didn't know that when he killed Jesus or when he thought, quote unquote, killed Jesus, that that was going to do what it did. Mm-hmm. He didn't understand. He said, we, we have to stop this. And, and right from the old Testament to the new Testament, Satan is trying to stop the bloodline. And we'll get to that in a minute, mm-hmm. the bloodline of the Messiah so that he couldn't win, so that he couldn't over, overtake his rule of the world. Yeah. And he thought when he's going to, you know, he's going to see this Jesus killed, that would end it. Well, he was wrong, but that's what, that's what God was doing. God or Jesus was talking to the disciples and he was picking a fight. He was like, yeah. this is, I'm going to build my church right on this pagan altar right here. Um, and so that's one, that's one place that we'll go first. And so that kind of sets up what's, what's going to, where we're going to go to. The second place that we're going to go to is Matthew 24, uh, 37. Um, because Jesus is also talking again, he's talking to the disciples and he says this, but when that day and the hour will come who no one knows, not even the angels in heaven for the son, not even the son, but only the father, he's talking about his return. For the Son of Man's coming will be just as it was in the days of Noah. Back then, before the flood, people went on eating and drinking, taking wives and becoming wives, right up until the end, the day that Noah entered the ark. And they didn't know what was happening until the flood came and swept them all away. It will, it will be just like that when the Son of Man comes. So, if you look into when he's talking about the days of Noah, He's talking about people who are just living their life, right? And then that's one aspect. The the physical aspect of just living life. Don't care, getting married, eating, drinking, no, no worry at all. They saw the ark being built. They were mocking, right? Mocking Noah. Noah was giving them the truth. He was preaching to them, saying, you know, turn to Yahweh, turn to Yahweh, but nobody would listen to him. So he's building this ark and they're foolish of him to be building this ark, right? It hadn't rained yet. Uh, up until that point, I don't believe there had been any rain on the earth. And so they were like, what are you building this boat for? You know, there's no, what do you, what's the purpose of this? Um, and then they just didn't care. On the spiritual end of it, they were so depraved and so corrupt, and there were so many things happening in the spirit realm, just the sin and debauchery of that time. Uh, it makes, I believe, I believe it makes right now look pretty, pretty, uh, what would you say? Uh, it makes these days now look pretty, pretty nice, right? It was that bad. It Mm -hmm. was, there were things happening that we're going to get to. I think we're headed there now. I think we're headed back to those days. not the good old days. No. (laughs) Okay. Beyond. It was beyond what we've we've ever seen. We have seen in the last few weeks. Well, we've seen in the last few years. Right. But definitely right. uh, this summer, we've seen evil personified. Right. And it, you're telling me that it was far beyond. Far beyond. That. Far beyond. Far beyond someone setting up a, a, you know, a, a virus, in, in, in our opinion. Virus maybe, or maybe a virus spree or whatever or it is. Right. All these dark horrible, things have been happening. Horrible, dark things, yeah. And getting darker. 
we're not to the do- those days yet because if we were at those days, he'd be coming down. He'd be coming back now. Yeah, he's still tearing. He's still waiting to come back because we're not there yet. Yeah. Um, but so when when we're talking about Mount Hermon and how Jesus is saying in the days of Noah. Now we have to look at Genesis 6. Now we go back to Genesis 6, and a lot of people know this scripture. I think lately it's been coming up more and more. I think people mm-hmm. are starting to, to read it more or yeah. uh, discuss it a little bit more. Um, but let's, let's read a little bit. Um, and I'm not going to read, you know, I'm just going to read, uh, I think, 1 through 5. In that time, when men began to multiply on the earth and daughters were born to them, the sons of God saw that the daughters of men were attractive, and they took wives for themselves, whomever they chose. Adonai said, My spirit will not live in human beings forever, for they are too, for they too are flesh. Therefore their lifespan will be a hundred and twenty years. The Nephilim were on the earth in those days, and also afterwards, and the sons of God came into the daughters of men, and they bore children to them, these were the ancient heroes, the men of renown. And then it says, Adonai, God, saw that the people on the earth were very wicked, and all of their imaginings of their hearts were always of evil only. Always evil only. God regretted that he had made humankind on the earth and aggrieved his heart. And he said, I will wipe out humankind whom I have created from the whole earth, and not only human beings, but animals, creeping things, birds of the air, for I regret that I ever made them. But Noah found grace in the sight of Adonai. So, so wicked that it was evil all the time. Their imaginings and their actions were evil all the time. Nothing good. Nothing good. Um, so, let's go back to the Nephilim. So we've, we, we've talked about sons of God, right? We've talked about this, I think, a few times before. Sons of God or Elohim in the Old Testament is spirit. It's mm-hmm. a spirit. It's, it's not a man. It's not a human. It's not sons yeah. of God, meaning humans saw that men, daughters of men were beautiful and had sex with them and had mm-hmm. offspring. The sons of God in the Old Testament is talking about angels. It's talking about angelic beings who rebelled against God and saw that the daughters of men, because they were just newly created, right? They're just starting to fill the earth. They're just becoming into their own. And these fallen angels see these women and they're beautiful to them. Now, what, right? How how can this be? Fallen angels angelic beings that God created, rebelling against God, coming to earth, and having sex with human women, and creating a race of Nephilim. Nephilim means giants. Yeah. Every time you look at the, 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 the definition of Nephilim, it's giants. It's, and, then, and then he says men of renown, heroes of the day, men of renown, mighty men. Uh, some some uh, translations say... Um, ancient heroes or something like that. These were warrior, mighty men, and Nephilim means giants. So why why haven't we heard this taught in churches? Why why is it that we struggle with this? You know, we you and me should be able to talk about this like, oh yeah, that's 
Second Temple Jews in in Jesus' time, they they knew it was real. You know, they they talked about it. You know, Peter and Jude are talking about stuff. You know, uh, it's clear in the scriptures that these giants existed. But why why are we like kind of being careful with talking about this? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and you had some stuff that you found. Well, there's about. you know in 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 studying this, there, there's three basic narratives. One I'll just touch on. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some. There's a group of kind of like us cons- conspiracy theorists slash theologians um, that look at the Bible in a very conspiratorial way. That kind kind of kind of a we're, we're intrigued with the with the mysteries, right? I don't even want to say conspiratorial, right? Because there is no conspiracy with no, just scripture, right. but just just trying to understand these these mysteries. And one of the narratives is that the Nephilim are a completely different race of we don't know what kind of a race it's outside the angelic realm, right? Um, maybe interplanetary, right? So they really are in our same physical time time zone they're right. in our physical dimension but they're coming almost like aliens right. uh, and and that seems to go that qualifies the idea of the pyramids and and the ancient technologies mm-hmm. and the visit, possible visitations that you see on the history channel right. and and in hollywood movies uh to me that's too easy if if hollywood is getting behind it so easy <laughs> then there's something wrong. Right, yeah. Okay, then we're not, we haven't nailed the truth. Exactly. But that's a popular theory. Sure. Okay, because one, if you look at your theory Mm -hmm. and my theory, something that we kind of tend to lean towards, Mm -hmm. one of my questions has always been, personally, angelic beings. Mm -hmm. Do they have even have reproductive organs? Right. Or do they have, um, uh, what's the, what's the, word do, do they have the seed right to impregnate s- some other kind of species right. which is outside of their origin which is a human being right we know angels and humans are opposite different creatures mm-hmm. we don't know biologically if they're the same right right which brings me to the next theory right and the next theory is that uh the nephilim or the giants uh have always been here they are just they they actually are demon possessed humans mm. uh right. john macarthur has an interesting commentary and him and other people in in that particular camp right of thinking they believe that these were men that there's a gap period in the bible mm-hmm. okay um before Adam and Eve were on the earth right. when the earth was created. Then there's a gap period. They believe that there may have been a crossbreeding mm-hmm. of humans and men who were became demon possessed from the fallen angels. Okay. Okay. So that I'm looking at that. I'm thinking, well, that's logical. Sure. So you are looking at spirit beings mm-hmm. who rebelled. Right. They fell to earth. Right. They immediately are looking for warm bodies, right? And I can back this up because when Jesus, uh, two different occasions, one mm-hmm. of them when Jesus cast, uh, um, he was in the country of, um, I can't remember the name of it. Starts with a G. Um, yeah, 
And I'll think about it as you're talking. He was ministering there, and he and he came across a village and had two demon possessed men. Right. He cast the demons out of them, and before he did, they saw him coming and they said, "Man of God, yeah, are you? you, you, you please him. put us into these into the swine." And there was right. a couple thousand pigs. Right. Uh, and the, the farmers were right there watching him. And right. they, they, it's the scripture says at the end that the farmers begged Jesus to leave the town because one, he lost 2000 pigs. Right. Okay. Right. Because they ran off a cliff right. after Jesus th- told the demons, fine, go into the pigs. Yeah. I won't throw you into the abyss. Right. Go into these li- live, warm bodies. Right. Okay. So they don't care whether it's human right. or animal. They just want to exist as a possessed or possess a Some, warm body. Right. They went into the pigs, off the cliff, all died. The villagers ran to Jesus and said, please leave. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're killing our business. Right, right. Okay? And so, you know, that's a, to me, that's a very valid possibility. Yeah. Right. And, um, you know, MacArthur and several others stick to that point that, right. Um, and, and it sounds valid, but then there's the question that I ask myself. Yeah. You know, you've got those three possible theories, but, um, you know, what about the archaeology? What about right. the giants? What about the giant bones that we find? What about Utah and all throughout right. the United States? We, right. You know, we've got a 30 some footer was it right. 35 37 38 foot right giant that was unearthed in in the deserts of utah yeah they're all over the country yeah okay you have archaeological archaeological evidence yeah. right around this planet that shows that these giants existed and they right. were digging them up and finding them in, in the turn of the century right 18 1900s right Every culture, every single culture around the world has some type of hieroglyph or writing or story of giants, from the Native Americans to China to Japan to Ireland, yeah, uh, all through South America, all through Europe, all through Asia, everywhere. Well, all through everywhere. everywhere. There's it, there's there's monolith, megalith, yes. megalithic uh, uh, statues and buildings everywhere that. It's it's not just it's, Stephen Furtick that talks about giants every Sunday. There's, <laughs> there's people all over the world <laughs> that are talking about giants. Does Furtick talk about giants? Yeah. Really? Wow, I didn't. I never heard of him. Talk yeah. About when you that. turn off this podcast in in about a day or two, that'll hit you, and then you'll start laughing. Okay. <laughs> I got you. But yeah, so you got the archaeological evidence. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. Another yeah. question I got: Indian records. Right. Yeah, I've been to the right. Grand Canyon. Native Americans. They write right. on. You know, on the caves, these yeah. Indians, and there is evidence yeah. of, you know, uh, tribes all over the country right. who have recorded in um, uh, the writings on the walls, the the, the hieroglyphs, the hieroglyphs, right, glyphs of mm-hmm. spears and bow and arrows, and these massive um, giants that they're battling, mm-hmm. and they had battles, and and uh, then you've got the uh, the oral. Um, Right, um, the passing down right. of the of the oral stories. Right. Um, so, the one thing then, I wanted to oh, go ahead. Did you have one? Oh, it's one more. There's there's one it. more that just can't get out of my head. Okay. I I saw this a 
couple of years ago and I, I brought up the article on it today mm-hmm. and it's, um, you know, we have present, present day, um, encounters, present day sightings mm. of giants. This is a one the special forces. I just pulled oh, right, this up. Right. Afghanistan. Yeah. This, yeah. And, um, this was over in, it's called the, the, the Kandahar. Mm-hmm. The giant. Mm-hmm. It's a mythical Kandahar giant. The biblical cryptid, the biblical cryptid um, allegedly killed by U.S. special forces in right. Afghanistan. Right. So, and there's you know, many. This isn't people talking about that story. This was this is 20 years ago. Yeah. That, that, that this happened in 2002. Yeah. Right. It was an elite tactical team. Uh, they were said to have killed. Uh, the Kandahar right. giant, they say that there, and there was several of them, three or four or five mm-hmm. soldiers, and it was a 13 foot tall beast with flaming red hair, mm-hmm. six fingers on each hand, and mm-hmm. two sets of teeth. Yeah. Now, in August 2006, a YouTuber posted a, link, a lengthy interview with a military contractor identified only as Mr. K. Mm-hmm. In the interview, Mr. K claimed to have been present during the brutal slaughter of a killer he called the Kandahar Giant. The killing of the giant, he said, took place during the height of the Operation Enduring Freedom back in 2002. You remember that. Right. When the military was engaged in fierce battles with the Taliban and their uh, de facto capital in K- Kandahar province during the U.S. invasion of Afghanistan. But this was no human fighter. The Kandahar giant, Mr. K said, was 13 feet tall right. and had fiery red hair, six fingers, and two sets of teeth. It even killed one of the Special Forces soldiers with a spear before the, uh, with a spear, okay, before the rest of the unit brought it down with 30 seconds of, of sustained gunfire by what, uh, what's the military-issued weapon? Uh, M16. M16s. Right. Um, and so they got a few clips thrown in there. And right. the interview I saw with this particular gentleman, um, uh, he said they, they kept firing and it would not go down. But right. it did get its hands on one of the soldiers, right. tore him apart, killed him. And it says, after... Uh, they radioed it in. The army took away its corpse and has hidden it ever since. They debriefed these guys. Uh, evident this particular army captain or the leader of this platoon mm-hmm. uh, was saying this after he exited the military. Right, and he right. was, um, you know, he was ordered not to right. talk about it. Yeah. And this was one of the big cover ups. This wasn't even 20 years ago right. yeah. that this happened. And so you're talking about, you know, how many other cases. Right. And the, uh, the interview I saw that he, they actually, this monster, this giant came out of a cave. Right. And don't know what they were doing. They were up in the hills, but yeah. there's caves. You know, that's uh, where Saddam Hussein and a lot of, a lot of right. the Taliban, they, they hung out in these caves, mm-hmm. but this thing came flying out at them. And yeah, 
They they emptied their their weapons. Yeah, and, and I've, I've finally seen, killed him. I've seen a few stories on that particular. Mister Ballin does a did an episode uh, on that. A few different YouTubers have done episodes on that, talking about that. And these are not these are not Christians. These are just you know people talking about this giant that that and it's, it's very well known. Up. It's very well known. You're yeah, also not going right. to talk about something that you're a career man. Right. You know, you're 20 years in the military. You're respected. Right. You are very analytical. You're very right. specific and you're, you know, right. and uh, very intentional in the way you, you talk and are taught right. how to present or, um, uh, you know, detect right. unusual things. Yeah. This guy laid it out. Right. He's like, I don't care anymore. This yeah. is the truth. And they're hiding it. Yeah. And, and I mean, the, there's stories of the Smithsonian picking up bones when, when people find them, they report it and Smithsonian shows up and, and confiscates the bones and it's gone. Yeah. Um, getting back to the flood and, and getting back to the giants that were the, the men of renown. But really before were, we touch that, okay. why are they hiding it, James? Well. Now we're not getting all governmental. Yeah. But we do our, you know, our, our heart is in conspiracy and asking questions. Right. What, what are they trying to not bring to life? Right. Well, what are they hiding from the general American or the public yeah. of the world? What is the narrative of, or who's behind this? What's coming? What's the narrative of what's coming now? Aliens, right? It's aliens. Aliens are coming back to the earth. They're going to come back or they're going to come to the earth. Like, well, we, you know, you said History Channel, ancient aliens, right? Yeah. Going to come to the earth, they're going to come back, and they're going to they're gonna take people away from the earth, you know. Um, they don't want this giant, because this giant narrative doesn't fit with evolution. It doesn't fit with doesn't the rest of the narrative at all. Um, the rest of the story that we're going to get into, the, the antediluvian story, mm-hmm. that we're going to talk to Gary Wayne in a couple Did weeks. you say that correctly? Antediluvian. Very good, buddy. <laughs> That's for one of our listeners. And what there. does antediluvian mean, Dave? I have no idea. I'm, <laughs> I'm, ba- I'm barely hanging on today. This is deep. Antediluvian means pre-flood, before the flood. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna speak to an expert on this subject, uh, Gary Wayne, author Gary Wayne, the Gary Wayne, who wrote a book called Genesis Six Conspiracy. He actually calls it that. He calls yeah. himself a Christian contrarian. I spoke to him yesterday on the phone. We talked about him coming on, and he's he's really excited to come on. He's on everybody's podcast, right? I mean, for the last yeah, couple of years, in line. he's been in. He's I, I'm really, really uh, excited to have him on. Yeah, because I've been wanting to talk to to somebody who's an expert on this stuff, not just someone who kind of know. And I've been reading this stuff, and, and I, I would never consider myself an expert. He's done all the research. He's written the book. I mean, this book is like 800 page book. And yeah. I started looking through it. it. There's a lot of information in there, uh, and he goes deep, deep. And we're gonna we're gonna really try not to go too deep with him. We're gonna really just ask him some pointy well, questions not, about what we're talking not about. Just about the giants. He's also about understanding the bloodline, the bloodlines, okay. Freemasons. Oh my gosh, Satan and who worship. we are in Christ, right? And and it's all from a biblical perspective. Yes, it's all it's, from a biblical perspective. It gets me excited just thinking about it. I mean, it's sure. amazing. Um, so we're going to talk to him about the, the antediluvian world, but what these guys and, and what, you know, many writings, Mesopotamian writings of that time, the Bible was written, the scriptures were written, um, but there were also other writings at the time. Mesopotamia 
and their their writings. Oh, I've listened to Bible scholars looking yeah. at that stuff as well, and they have the same story of a flood. They have the same story of these yeah. giants. They have the same story of the gods, um, and they talk about how life was before the flood. The the technology. All the evil was at an all time high. We've never yeah. seen before. Yeah. But so was the technology. So was the art of war, the art of medicine, the art of surgery, the art of of um what what else? Uh, uh, there's so many things that that were uh, building right. The the buildings, the the yeah. the, the the structures, right? The pyramids. Yeah. Were pre diluvian, uh, uh, anti diluvian before yeah. the flood. Um, structures all over the world were built before the flood. How did they get the technology to build these structures that we can't build today? We couldn't replicate replicate the 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 pyramid in Giza. We can't replicate that today. We can't build it like that. Yeah, there's no way we can build it like that. It's impossible. They had some type of help technology, and what we believe is that the fallen angels, the ones that came down, not only procreated with human women, but also taught humans how to do these things, how to do, how to create drugs out of the plants, uh, DMT, right? We, you know, all, yeah. all these things that people are using and now. And what was the purpose for that? To be able to tap into tap another into the realm, realm. And teaching exactly. them to get into that realm. Exactly. So that they could create these technologies. These cities were massive. Babylon was a massive city. These cities in Mesopotamia were massive. They were huge. Full of people, flying, flying structure or flying, what we what we call flying saucers now, yeah. flying vehicles. Yeah, um, they were they were Atlantis. You know, we think of these Atlantis, as mytholo- mythology. That's always been mythology. just myth, right? And it's, but now we're and and we're starting Gary to see is going to be able to under uncover some of that. You know what's really interesting? Those years of research, right? The people that are talking about this, the people that are bringing this stuff out, are Bible scholars yeah. for the most part. Yeah, not pastors because pastors are a little afraid of it, which I get. Kind of, uh, these are not preachers. These are not these are not people that don't have an education. These are educated Bible scholars that are starting to find this stuff and put the dots together. Yes, and they're like, wait a minute, why are we not learning? Why have the church? Why have the churches stopped teaching this or never taught this? Yeah, the ancient believers in in Yeshua and Jesus believed this stuff they knew this stuff and they were teaching yeah. it but it was stopped at a certain point yeah and we'll get into that with gary as well yeah um but the flood comes right god is going to destroy everything and he destroys everything and everyone except for noah and his family and animals that were clean dna animals think about that for a second it wasn't just Oh, let's get a handful of animals here, you know, two by two because no, they were hand chosen from were, God's from God sent perfect the animals. Creation. God sent the animals to yes. Noah. Yes. Spoke to the animals, sent them to Noah because they were DNA clean. Yeah. They were they were one hundred percent. Didn't grab ju- any Jurassic Park uh, <laughs> That's uh, That's animals right. and throw or whatever you want to call whatever, them. Yeah, throw yeah. them on there. <laughs> um, if you look at First Enoch, the book of First Enoch, and there's two books of Enoch. The first book of Enoch is, is just called the book of Enoch, but that's the first one. Uh, in chapter 16, you'll read about this stuff. Again, people don't like to use the book of Enoch, and we have to be very careful because it has been corrupted at times. 
there's been some things in it that probably have been, you know, misinterpreted or, or written in there. But when you look at the book of Enoch and it talks about these things, and it also talks about a coming savior. So it's not outside of the, the, the realm of being a biblical support, right? A biblical support yeah. document yeah. Uh, at the very least. And if Jude in the, in the Bible, um, Jude refers to Enoch, he refers yeah. to the book of Enoch. So there's some there's some validity there. We need to we need to look at brother Jesus. That's right. We have to right. We have to take his word if he's talking about it. He was he he had an inside uh, inside tip on that one. He understood right. Yeah. So these fallen angels are locked up, and and according to Enoch, once they did this, once they came down and they corrupted the earth as badly as they did, they were scared to death. They knew what they did. They knew they shouldn't have done it. And they asked Enoch, because Enoch was God's man at that time, will you please ask God to forgive us? Please ask God to forgive us. Enoch goes to God. God says, no, no, I will not forgive them. And we're going to read in, in uh, Peter and in Jude right now that very, that very narrative. He locks them up in, in Sheol, what's called Sheol. He locks them yeah. up in some deep cavern somewhere, yeah. and he's going to release them again for the day of judgment. So let me stop you right there yes, and sir. throw out a concept. Okay. God didn't forgive. No. No. Nowhere else in the scripture, when it comes to man right. and the rule of God, yeah. we forgive everything and everybody. Right. But God did not forgive. He did not forgive. because. Well, first of all, right. they're 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 not they're not made in the image of, of God, right? Um, is the what what I'm looking at? And two, he they put their hands on on his creation on his creation, right? On the apple of his eye, right? And you don't mess with that. Who did who did he create? But humans, yeah. to be his. We are to love his, each other right. because we are all image bearers of Created him. Created in the image, but right? You, you outside. If you're outside of the image, right? A, a bear club, right? Then you don't <laughs> mess with my right. children. No. You are in the family, or or potentially in the family because right. you're in an image bear, right? If you know Jesus, that 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 is actually. I mean, you saying it that way, it, yeah. that makes more sense than anything else could. You know, that just right? came to me. That's I mean, amazing. That's just, that's amazing, you know, Dave. why I'm on this show. <laughs> no, in all, in all humility. Love it. That, that Love was it. like, just like a light right the yeah. second. Yeah. I'm like, you don't, wow. Yeah. That's amazing. You mess with God's creation. Let's read Jude, Jude uh, 1, 6. And the angels that did not keep within their original authority, but abandoned their proper sphere, he has kept in darkness, bound with everlasting chains, chains for the judgment of the great day um it also goes on to talk about sodom and gomorrah and the, the angels there um likewise these people in their visions defile their own flesh to despise godly authority insult angelic beings when michael one of the ruling angels took issue with the adversary arguing over the body of moses he did not dare bring against him an insulting charge but Ad, but said adonai rebuke you so even the archangel Michael doesn't come against those angels, doesn't come against the adversary wow. 
he has to he knows that the he goes to Adonai yeah. in the name of Adonai rebuke you. And so for those people who are saying, I'm putting my crushing the devil and you know, putting my yeah. my stomping on the head of the devil, yeah, be very careful, man. Very be, careful. Because these are powerful entities that have these are angels. Yeah. Right? These are fallen angels yeah. that are powerful, just as powerful as Michael, as Gabriel, wow. just as powerful as the warrior destroyer angels that are following Yahweh. There are not as many of the fallen angels as there are God's angels, as the heavenly angels, but they're still powerful and they still uh, need to be dealt with. But we need to be careful with that. So if God, and he says here, God bound them and threw them into the pit. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Second Peter real quick. Second Peter 2, and let's see what he says here. For God did not spare, uh, this is 2.4. For God did not spare the angels who sinned, but on the contrary, he put them in gloomy dungeons lower than Sheol to be held for the judgment. Mm. And he did not spare the ancient world. On the contrary, he preserved Noah and herald, uh, a herald of, the, of righteousness with seven others and brought the flood upon the world uh, the, of ungodly people. So he did not forgive those people either. Remember, there's a few people that God did not forgive. And now, now I'm starting to go back. He did not forgive the angels. He did not forgive those who were doing these awful things. And he brought the flood and he killed them all except for Noah and his family. He did not forgive Sodom and Gomorrah, right? He did not forgive that city. He only yeah. forgave Lot and his family. Yeah. He did not forgive the Israelites wandering in the wilderness who detested him after a while and put their fists to him and stopped yeah. believing. He also allowed them to die off in the wilderness and not to see the... the yeah. The, the promised land. So you turn your back on God. You turn your, not just saying, I don't, I, I, I don't trust you anymore or, or just complaining about life or whatever. This is literally saying, I do not believe in you. I will not believe in you. Yeah. And I will do everything in, in, against your There's will. not a remnant of hope left in you. Right. To, of humility. Blaspheming the Holy Spirit. That's what yeah. blaspheming the Holy Spirit is. And so that's what these fallen angels did. They blasphemed the Holy Spirit. They 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 left their original authority. Yeah, Jude says, and came down to to spread debauchery on the earth. But they perpetrated right. evil against his, his creation. His creation, and not to get way ahead of ourselves, right. but we will be judging the angels. Yeah, won't we? Yes, along with Jesus, and that's. That's the it's it's the perfect ending to this right. this this movie. Right, is the he's going to have us as judge and jury yeah. with Jesus. That's right. That's right. We're we're actually. I guess we'd probably be the jury, and Jesus is. Well, he's the judge. He's right. the yeah yeah. And what's what's amazing is that after the rapture, and we're the church, his people now. Yeah, are taken out. Yeah, and we we become true sons of God at that point. Yeah, we get our new bodies. When the resurrection happens, right? Yeah. The dead in Christ will rise uh -huh. first, and then we go. We will get our new bodies, and then we come back and we fight. And we're the now perfect body, able to fight these entities, able to yeah. fight these fallen angels. We will fight them. Yeah. And we will be victorious with our King God, our King Jesus. Yeah. Um, that's amazing that yeah. we were created to be a, the answer to the problem. We were yes, right. We we were the problem, right, in our own flesh, right. 
and we invited them in right uh, to 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 they and inv- we invited them to our party yeah and but in the end those who are what do i want to say Th- those who are um faithful humble and right. faithful right and understand and have revelatory understanding that of where we did wrong, so we we repent right. of our sins and and our father's 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 sins. Yeah. Now we become the sons of God, and now the tables have turned. Right. That's right. And it's because of Jesus on the cross. God allows us our to, redemption. Yes. Which they don't have. Yeah. We had it. We had that special relationship with God now through the cross, and that's why it does tie into the gospel, man. This stuff. All ties in. Jesus is mentioning it does, it, 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 Mount Hermon. Yeah, without saying it, he's there, and he's calling these spirits out. We are going to destroy you. this church that I'm building. Is yeah. going to destroy you. Is going to destroy your kingdom and all of your gods and all of your. When you see it laid out that way, you yeah. understand that our yeah. our purpose right is is to be soldiers of Christ. Right. Right. And to 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 right what was wrong, yeah, evil was perpetrated upon yeah. our species, yeah, the, the image bearers of God, and He is turning the tables. Mm-hmm. So we have the opportunity to now take down the ones who, um, who who started the fight. That's right, that's right. They started this mess, yeah, and we're going to end it, yeah. Right, <laughs> us That's, and 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 with Jesus at, course, at at the helm, with with our with again with our King Jesus leading us. Amazing! In. That that's just mind boggling. Mm-hmm. I, I I totally get, you know, yeah. why it's so exciting and why it's so important. Yeah, when we see ourselves and understand the gospel, and when you read the Bible now, you go back and yeah. read Ephesians. Go back and read the book of Ephesians now. Go back and read the book of Hebrews now. Go back and read. Yeah. Any part of the scriptures now, when you see it this way, in these terms, yeah, man, it just becomes more alive. And you start highlighting stuff like, man, I never saw it like yeah. that before. We didn't even get into Caleb, you know, or not Caleb, uh, David, King David or uh, Joshua, first yeah. of all, going in and wiping out whole nations, men, yeah. women, children, animals. Yeah. Why? DNA problem. Why yeah. was David destroying full nations? Full nations. Every person. And when they didn't, they were they were punished, DNA problem. They were getting rid of these these nations. Why is it now that Israel is the only nation that still exists? The Amorites, the Amalekites, the Jebusites, the Canaanites, the Philistine, the Philistines. They don't exist anymore. There's no bloodline anymore for them. They're, those nations don't exist anymore. Only Israel. Only God's people. We are part of that. We are grafted into that now. We're grafted right? into that That's through right. adoption, right? Because you know we are That's Gentiles. Who we are now. That's right. Um, I'm not in the us. bloodline of any of the twelve tribes, either no. are you, right? But we are spiritually, and we yeah. are at the same level oh. as as the children of God. We're all one family, That's and right. that's mind-boggling that's in right. itself, right there. Man, we're going to finish this. We're going to end this right now because I'm I'm just like. That's it. You yeah. know, we, we, we tied it back into the New Testament. We tied it back into Jesus. We tied it back yeah. into the book of Revelation and what's coming. And these things being released back out again for judgment, yeah. we're going to have to see them. I, I believe with all my heart, we're going to have to see these things again. Yeah. We're going to have to see entities that we have never been able to put our mind, wrap our minds about. That's why we need to be aware of it as well. We need to know 
There's about some these cloak things to be ready for it. it. Just just to throw this out, and then we can wrap this up. But yeah, the, it's being cloaked not only through government, right? Um, through culture, the whole concept, like you said, with evolution and the education system, right? But also in the church, there's a cloaking. Mm-hmm. You know, what is your giant? What financial breakthrough do you need? Right. You know, wh- who's the giant in your life? Right, right. And and it's become some ridiculous symbol. Yeah. That it's something that for us to overcome yeah, symbolically. Symbol, yeah, symbolism. And, and if yeah. you knew the plan of and how they. Yeah, how real it is. How it real it is and how it all led up to this point yeah. of us being the church. Um, how it would all make sense, and we wouldn't have to create the, the, a reason for having a giant in your life, <laughs> right? Because giants are real, right? <laughs> and there's a purpose, right? Yeah, I don't yeah. need any symbolic thing to get over, right? Right. You know, exactly. I don't need, need a breakthrough. No. Okay, I have a breakthrough. I've already, I already Jesus. have a right. Yeah. Right. It's the understanding of the entire gospel from Genesis to Revelation. Right. Right. That's the pursuit that we're on. Yeah. Exactly. And um, like I said, next next week we're going to talk about demons. We're going to go a little bit further into demons. What demons are? What the 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 uh, disembodied spirits are? Uh, what they were in the Old Testament? What they were in Jesus's time? You know, same thing, but how they have manifested themselves even today. Yeah. And, uh, you know, your, your son had a, had an encounter not too long ago. No, just recently. We're going to right just a few, few months or a few weeks ago. Yeah. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about other entities, other things that maybe people have seen that connect to this stuff. And then in two weeks, we're going to have author Gary Wayne on, and we're going to talk to an expert and I can't wait to, to have him on because he, he, understands the the chronological timeline he understands yeah. all of this stuff he can explain it and i told him i said look we we have a lot of people who probably don't have never heard this stuff before or maybe are a little bit you know skeptical he goes i, I just want to be very go real slow take our time and and just explain this stuff out and flesh it out again scripturally and he's like right up my alley that's exactly that's exactly yeah, that's what, what we do. need so, just yes yeah. yeah lay it out simply yep so good stuff great stuff man uh um this is this is a passion of mine it's been a passion of mine for years like i said 15 15 maybe more years now that whoever will listen i just want to talk about this stuff and and it's it's it makes me excited because because it also again brings to life the gospel more and more to me yeah blurry creatures i'm gonna drop the line of i'm gonna plug 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 blurry creatures again yeah. Because that podcast, when they talk about it, some of that stuff is out there, man. Some of the stuff they're talking about, and they talk, they interview people that I'm uh, not, uh, maybe. Yeah. And you got but, it's discernment, right? You got to discern but, a lot of this. But the fact that when I hear them and then I go read the scriptures, still, yeah. it just again, it just just makes it more real again. Um, so, and this does not just a qualifier. Yeah, this does not um, take the place that these fringe. Yeah, things that we talk about do yeah. not, does not take the place of our Jesus, of no. who He is, and what He did no. for mankind. And and but it just brings it more to life. It brings it more to life, and it and it and real. you understand the big picture. Yeah, yeah, so much better, and right. why He came, and right. and and why He's coming what was again. His 
purpose for coming the first and the second time. Right, right. Uh, it's so mind-boggling to yeah. me. I'm going to be sitting up with my eyes open for the next <laughs> oh, awesome. 12 hours. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for listening. Uh, thanks for being here. We love you guys. Um, yeah, let's let's continue this discussion, and please reach out to us. Please hook, hook, up, hook up with us uh, so that we can answer questions or we can pray with you or we can give you anything that, that we have as a resource and um if yeah, people don't we'll understand again. that we love to pray yeah man uh, i love praying for people if you give us a reason we'll pray for we, we would love to yeah all right well, we'll talk again next week have a great uh, have a great week and um god bless you god bless you